Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic, brown M&Ms and why the little things matter. Michael, what you talking about, Willis? Thanks, Dallas. This is actually your topic. <laughs> but um, it's something we talk about quite a lot here. Um, so brown M&Ms, where we stumbled across this, we, we, um, it, it's like an urban It's an urban legend. urban legend that's actually true. That's actually true. So when we looked into it, what it, what it actually is, is that um, the rock band Van Halen were one of the first bands to ever tour with fireworks yep. in their show. And um, what it required, it required a meticulous setup of the stage for each time that they performed, and at the time they were actually they were they were touring um, the United States, and it was uh, and 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 they were playing at a different venue in yeah, a different every, city every, yeah. every couple, you know, couple of days. So David Lee Roth, who was the lead singer of of um, Van Halen at the time, basically came up with a way to test whether things had been set up. And they had a, a hundred or so page manual yeah, and like contract, like contract on yeah. and exactly how things needed to be set up. And on about page eighty, one of the requirements under clause yeah. probably five hundred and two <laughs> point B was that uh, an hour before they went on stage, they had to have a a bowl of of M and M's delivered to their to, to backstage. With all the brown M and M's removed, yeah. yeah. So I, I think I, I actually reread this the other day, and the language was something very pompous to the effect of, you know, a, a bowl of M and M's must be delivered to the to the aforementioned backstage area yep. uh, with all uh, brown M and M's removed on the discovery of any of the offending item. Uh, a full, you know, the this contract will be null and void, and a full forfeiture of all fees yeah, paid to date. It, it was words. Be, it was words to that effect. So. What would happen inevitably is that if um, people just glossed over yeah. and hadn't read the full length of the details, um, yeah, they'd get the bowl of M&Ms right yeah. and they'd deliver that yeah. and um, David Lee Roth would flip out and throw the M&Ms at yeah. them and, yeah. so and, <laughs> and they just thought this was normal rock star behaviour, people. Yeah. But, but, but what it was, it was a really ingenious way of testing yeah. whether the contract had been read correctly. Yeah. So, if there's any it, brown M&Ms in that bowl... They knew that they hadn't really read the contract. They hadn't really done everything exactly right. Yep. So, being an hour before they were due to go on stage, what that then meant, if there were if there were brown M and M's in that bowl, mm. that was a that was a cue to them that they had to go and test everything themselves. Yep. So they they actually have to then run around and make sure that all the tests were done themselves. Yep. If there were brown M and M's removed. They they um, they could, they could assume on, and yeah. rely that everything had been followed yeah. correctly yeah. and things had been set up the correct way. So um, we came across this and we thought this was Fantastic. brilliant. Yeah, like and, we, and we the, other, <laughs> the other key. What, what I thought was really clever is they never actually told anyone. They never they never elaborate on this. So like you say, no. if brown M Ms were in the bowl, 
they'd just tear up the dressing room, smash everything, wreck everything, and people just went, these crazy rock stars. Yeah. They wouldn't explain to people that, well, what, what it actually meant. So it was only years and years later that that all this came to light, that that's why they were being so, uh, such prima donnas mm. around yeah. you know, the colour of these M&Ms. So, so we, we've, we've, um, we heard the story probably a couple of years ago, and we wrote it. Uh, we wrote an article on it in our newsletter, and um, and any time something goes wrong uh, with various things that we hear of, or, or you know, various you know, super fund providers or anything like that, we actually just make a comment around the office. Yeah, uh, brown M and M's. Yeah, um, and yeah, you, know, you see some super fund providers, for example, um, none that we recommend, but that w- but but that you know inevitably people come to see you and they already have this superannuation fund and there's problem after problem after problem and and the comment is brown m&ms yeah. like you see because that's i guess the issue is the the issues that we're seeing not only is it a symptom of we'll probably have more problems in the future mm. but those are just problems we're seeing so that's what's right. happening behind the scenes that that is going to potentially be an issue in the future mm. we we don't know and that's the real that's i guess the real point of the brown m&m thing is that it doesn't the thing that you see isn't what actually causes the problems. It's all mm. the things that are going on behind the scenes and all yep. the things that are unseen. So um, give us some examples, then, Ellis, of, of what you... What well, I think... I, I actually think of this as it relates to... You know, everyone's human. Everyone makes mistakes. One of the big things for me is that um, if, you, if you go to use a professional and, mm. and things just aren't quite right... And, and they, you know, I have no issue if I go and use a, use, use a professional in some setting and they make a mistake and they go, mm-hmm. oh, actually, we, we got this wrong. This is, this is what the problem was. This is what it should have actually been instead. This is how we fixed it. And often the really good ones will also elaborate on, and this is, how w- this is what we've learned from it so that it won't mm-hmm. happen again to you in future. I have no issue with those mistakes. Where I have the real issue is, is if you go and, and use a, a provider or a professional or, or you hire someone to do something, and there's little, there's little errors and there's just little things that are wrong and you kind of go... So uh, we had a good one the other day with um, uh, a medical professional actually that got, they got, we got given a, a piece of paper and there was a time um, for, for a scan but the time had been written on the piece of paper, that had been typed on the piece of paper and then crossed out and then another time handwritten over the top of it. And then... And then I think when I, when I went to we went to get the actual went to go and see the doctor, they they didn't actually see us at the time that it was written. So then it became a problem of going mm. well, which time is correct? Is correct. And which of these can I actually rely on? And then and then again the same thing is this was a, a six page document saying this these are the steps that you got to you know mm. this is in order of this 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 and this. The minute you go, well, if we don't have, if we're not confident on even the time of this thing being right, the time of the appointment, how can we be confident in in their guidance in all these other areas? And so, that's an example of one where there's nothing wrong with any of those one individual things. There's nothing wrong with a doctor running 45 minutes late. In fact, invariably, that's what they do. There's, there's nothing wrong with someone running late. There's nothing wrong with someone crossing something in a handwriting. It's those little things where there's then no, um, there's no follow-up. There's no way to go. Oh, that's we know that's wrong, and that's why that happened like this. And this is how it's. This is how we, we've sort of resolved the issue. It always worries me when there's those little problems, and there doesn't seem to be any concern or any thought about how to get those little things right. And that's, I guess, you know, the the introduction or the, the title that I thought of with this is that's the reason those little things matter because you know we all know that. How you do anything is how you do everything. 
So mm. if, if you're dealing with someone and they get the little wrong, sometimes that's, that's all we can see is the little things. And so if they're getting them wrong, what are they doing with the big things? Yeah, look, that's a good point. That's, that's my barometer as well. So it's repeated little mistakes. Mm. Um, it's spelling errors, grammatical errors. Yep. Um, you know, you walk into to an office and it might be a little bit untidy. There yep. might be files stacked yep. where they shouldn't be, um, you know, not clean. Mm. You know, repeated little, repeated little errors yes. uh, that you see over time is symptomatic for me yep. uh, that they're actually not um, likely yes. to be doing the important things mm. correctly as well. Yep. Um, and that's why, I mean, the, the yeah, you, you see this, it, it's easy to see this in a failing restaurant when you go, Ramsey's Kitchen, I Nightmares know, for Retirees, we did. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't see the back of the restaurant that often. No. But but if yeah, you if you walk in and there's a spelling mistake on the menu, yes, and the waiter doesn't know how to explain the special of the day, yep. and um, there's confusion over where you need to be seated, and they scratch their head when yep. you say we don't have a reservation, but the place is empty anyway, and yeah, yeah, it's probably time just to get the hell out of it <laughs> before you've actually put anything into your mouth, yep. because uh, yeah, because. It just might kill you what you put into your mouth. <laughs> like if you go and have a look, yep. then yeah, you know, if yep. there's all of those types of things that are happening, yep. that's a brown M and M situation. Yes, and yep. and yeah, you know, if you actually went out and looked at the state of the the freshness or the lack of freshness of the, the food, food yep. and the clean and the lack of cleanliness standards in the kitchen, yeah, it would be very surprising. For put it this way, it'd be very surprising for all of that to happen, yes. and then for the kitchen to, to be, be run yep. immaculately yep. and um and and clean. And, and I, th- I think the way I think about this is that there's something, the reason why I love this story is because it, it gives us a way to verbalise a thing that we all intuitively feel. Mm. So, you know, when, like I was saying, we now have a shorthand for that. If you're dealing with an organisation and you go, they just seem to get little things wrong or they can't. We, we see this a lot in a superannuation yeah. fund industry as well. You see letters yeah. from, that come out from superannuation funds yeah. and it seems to be... It seems to happen repeatedly with the same providers, and they'll say the yeah. data that we gave you on this certain date was incorrect, and an internal audit of our systems yeah. has has, yeah. <laughs> has caused us to yeah. you know, to to pick up yeah. a you know a one error yeah. a, a, a one time error. Yes, um, but yeah. that one time error happens again in a different format. Yes, a couple of months later, That's and you exactly see it from right. the same. Yeah. You, you seem to see the same repeat offenders now. Yeah. now what that tells me is that they're, they're unlikely to be doing all the important things right yeah. as well, yeah. such as managing well, your money the well, way that it should a, be managed. It's a, it's a cultural yeah. issue, isn't it? It's so a cultural go, issue. It becomes yeah. a thing where, you know, the, it's the old saying, the standard you walk by is the standard you accept. So mm-hmm. anytime you're interacting with a person or an organisation and you see that, well, they just accept a standard that isn't, mm. we don't think is acceptable, they're not going to just magically... Get a, you know, resolve all of those issues. It, it becomes a, a culture that is bedded down over time by just accepting little things being wrong. And so, you know, I think that's the lesson that we've taken within our organisation is, is that you, you have to, you know, you have to get things right, but you also have to get everything right because that is that is the important um, the important thing with those little things is is not that they're right for their own sake. It's so that. That's the the organisational culture. That's what you what you feel. That's what you accept. That's what you know. Anyone who's played a team sport, it's a similar sort of thing where you go, 
you know, for if you've played for a really good team, you go, this is how this team does this, and everything is is exactly right, and it's done the same way every time, and there's no sort of there's no poor behaviour off the field because that's a reflection on us mm. as a team, and there's all that sort of thing. So, I think the the point, I guess, why what I for people listening to this is that if you're if you're dealing with someone or you go and meet with a financial advisor or you go and meet with your accountant or any sort of professional, if you get an intuition that things aren't quite, doesn't, there's nothing that you can put your finger on and say, I don't like this mistake they've made. Mm. It still, to me, makes sense to, to, to go elsewhere or to go and get a second opinion at the very least because this is, the, this is I guess, the story that I'd think about is if, you go, if you're dealing with, with someone, whether it's a financial advisor or, or any other professional, and they're getting these little things wrong, it might be nothing. It might just be a little issue that, that you know, they've resolved or fixed, or it might be a brown M&M. It might be a sign that there's something going on behind the scenes that, isn't, that, that means that the standard that they're willing to accept in that organisation is, yep. is not good enough and that that's going to cause you bigger problems down the track. So I think sometimes we argue with our... We argue with our own intuitions here. We we know that oh that just seems a bit they just seem a bit slack or you know their communication is mm. a bit poor. They said they were going to do this last week and they haven't done it and they haven't got in touch with me and mm. I guess that's you know and I think we justify to ourselves because we go you know they they're probably just busy or they're probably just this or they're probably just that. If you get the feeling that the, these little mistakes are being made, it's not it's not crazy to 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 act based on that you know. No, it could it could just be that they're doing so much of the important stuff mm. that they do so well yep. that they have overlooked all these other things. Yep. But I doubt it. <laughs> what it usually shows is that there's no systems yes. in place. Yeah. And um and, and and part of any part of any uh good professional experience and getting the best outcome is is that they actually have a system in place. Yep. Yeah. Um, because it's not that you're necessarily getting bad advice, no. but if something falls apart in that system, mm. and yeah, you, you're in there and you're speaking to the professional, and they're giving you all this advice, but then the system falls down, yep. and something doesn't happen when it's supposed to happen, and it goes to the wrong place, or it you know, mm. just doesn't happen, then it, that that it doesn't matter what advice you got. No, there. no it, it, it well, it's like we talked about with financial planning versus financial, financial doing. doing. You know, if, yeah. if you. And we see this a lot in the financial planning industry, and obviously that's what we know more than any other profession, is that it's almost an ego trip of the of the financial advisor saying, I'm the expert and I need to be involved in every part of this and, and I, you know, none of my job can be systemised because I'm just such a genius that I, I take in the data and I spit out these outcomes and things just matter. That's not how we operate at all. It's the opposite of that. Because we know that you have to have a system. You, you have to have a way to get all these things right, regardless mm. of whether everyone's having a good day or a bad day or whether they've slept well last night or not slept well or whether they're a bit cranky or a bit whatever. You have to just have a system so that things happen the way they need to happen mm. because you can't rely on human beings getting everything right all of the time just mm. um, just automatically. There has to be a system. There has to be some sort of structure or some sort of process for that. And that's a, a a big sign to me is like you said, if if they're getting all those if they're getting little things wrong, it might be that there's some super genius who just doesn't need any system or any sort of process. Mm. But it's more likely that they 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 just they don't have any system, they have no process, mm. and a big thing is going to get missed at some stage. So um, beware of brown M and M's appearing <laughs> in your bowl, and uh, and certainly look if you if you do want to seek a second opinion. Yep. 
uh, certainly reach out at podcast at mo50.com.au. We'd be happy to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, we can look over your current um, financial plan yep. or, or whatever you have um, whatever you have worked out yeah, and, um, and and certainly go from there. I think that's a good point too, Michael, is that you get that second opinion. If if you think there are a few brown eminents that have been happening and, and you want to get that second opinion, in if, if that's us doing that, we often look at it and go, look, that person's been doing everything right. So mm-hmm. you don't have to stress, you know, yes, they might be a bit slack on communication or whatever, but they are getting they are getting the big things right. You do have one of the few people who is... You know, got some brown M and M's, but are getting the bigger picture stuff right. Mm. Or we might be able to look at that and go, "There's some brown M and M's, but the brown M and M's are a symptom of this bigger issue of yep. things that's happening behind the scenes." So, like you said, if you if you want someone to have a look through your bowl of M and M's for some for some brown ones, feel free to get in touch. Thanks for listening, and um, and also just remember, if you could, uh, we we really want to get this podcast in front of as many people to help uh, to help. Uh, those Australians that are approaching retirement um, pick up all of the available uh, benefits that they can. If you can fill those five empty stars on your podcast player, say under the ratings, um, five stars will do just finally. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.